0: Today we are talking all things woman empowerment, dating profiles, being guilt-free, finding empathy, negotiation tactics, love, finding self-love, and starting a new photography business. All of this might seem random, but it definitely all connects. Dawn is back from episode 26 when she was talking about standing in her strength because she started her new business after she left the corporate world and we're getting into it. So give her a warm welcome and thank you for listening in. Thank you. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today's guest has been on before. Her name is Dawn, and I'm so excited to have you back. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You came on, first of all, on episode 26, so it's already episode 92, so we've come a long way (laughs) since then. (laughs) Yes,
1: yes. I'm so excited to be back on. Thank you for inviting me back. It's such an honor to come back. A second time with new and improved versions of both of us
0: (laughs) yes of course and there are just some guests that come on and I'm like honestly you can come on as many times as you want because like I feel like we've connected throughout the past few years and just your energy is something that we all need so how would you say that you define your lifestyle has it changed at all
1: Yes. Um, Obviously the last time we talked, it was, we were deep kind of into COVID. So it was, you know, very closed off. I would say that the best way to define my lifestyle is the word open hearted, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, come into the new space and understand that people are a little bit different now and we all need to give each other and you're not going to be surprised to hear this, but even more grace than I had talked about last time. So That would be it, I think. And uh, I don't know if you wanted me to answer anything specifically about style, but I think you can speak to my style better than I can. You're my (laughs) personal space stylist. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: We'll have to put some shots up about your studio and we're going to talk about your business and everything. So we're going to get into it, which I'm really excited about. And can you talk to us about how you left the corporate world to start your own
1: business, which you're running right now? So the first thing to do when you make a big decision like that about your life is take a really deep breath and then take another deep breath and then pay attention to what is it inside of oneself. And for me, like that was pulling at me. So I continued to work in our offices through COVID. We had a rotating schedule. So I was commuting a hundred miles a day to and from Wellesley, Massachusetts, from Princeton, Massachusetts, and when COVID was over, the traffic obviously picked up, and I was spending about three hours commuting a day, so one an hour, hour and a half, two hours in the morning in the car, sitting at my desk, staying there all day, and then coming home, and I just didn't feel like I had much left, and I wasn't sure what I was doing was going to leave the legacy that I want to and wish to leave behind me. Um, You know, I think part of it was like a midlife crisis thing, but (laughs) basically I... um... Yeah, I kind of made this realization and not sure that they need me anymore because they were growing and scaling and we really needed at this particular um, company that I was with, they needed an agency. They were really ready to scale and grow. And I was a one man show with lots of vendors that I was working with outsourced, but we needed something like centralized versus decentralized. So I recommended that, you know, they were ready to kind of fly, kind of like Mary Poppins. Like I had to clean <laughs> up the things and set up the stuff and um, you know, I let them know that I really wanted to start something new on my own with um, you know as a consultant and also get back into photography. So yeah, it was a hard conversation. so that's hence the deep breaths. Like you want to make sure you're financially prepared, that you're emotionally prepared and that you have, uh, some kind of bearing, like on what path you're going to proceed, even if you don't know exactly what the path looks like. And um, the other thing I did do, which I highly recommend is I signed up with a coach as part of a group coaching program called Thrive Her. It's run by a woman named Trisha Dempsey, and anyone can Google them and you'll find her. It's a phenomenal um, coaching program. And I I think I've had a lot of wonderful support and guidance through that. That's, that's encouraged me along my way my way, because it is a scary decision to make.
0: (laughs) I love that. And I remember a couple months, a couple of few months ago at this point, we were talking and you were talking about making the leap and it's scary, like what you're saying, but taking a deep breath is important. And on the first podcast, we talked about selling yourself and standing in your strength. And I think that's coming right. to light at this point in your life, which is really incredible. And I love that. And your passion for photography has kind of like come back in your life, which I love because mm-hmm. I was talking to someone who was a career coach and. they were saying a lot of times what you start with as your passion you start with and you learn to love but then you kind of like wander throughout your career but then eventually you come back to it like a full circle moment and I feel like that's your full circle moment
1: (laughs) yeah and I and you know it's interesting because one of the friends I have been talking with who also did a portrait couture session recently she did a beauty and the beast version so she brought her dogs in and she she mentioned like she came in and she was like, "Yes, this is it." Like she's known me for a really long time in the dog world. She's like, "This is it. This is like it's you have come full circle." And she yeah. used the same um, yeah. the same language, so it does definitely feel that way for sure.
0: Yeah, no, I can totally see it, and you're mm-hmm. glowing, and I'm so excited for you. So, can you please tell people kind of what your business is and how you position sure. Portrait Couture?
1: Sure. So, I have the Portrait Couture line is a line of of, it's a photography experience it's not really just a certain type of photo shoot it is all inclusive and it's designed to give women a lift and elevate them about how they feel about themselves while at the same time making them feel empowered so it's like going to get your hair done and leaving and having that confident feeling and then blowing it up and like (laughs) making it like on steroids, you know, or coming out in like your favorite outfit and your favorite outfit, great hair day, good (laughs) shoes. And, you know, you can take the world on, right? Like a woman really can empower herself through that. So these um, experiences are usually like three or four hours long. And we do a lot of planning in advance. There's three steps. There's the discovery call where you and I have a conversation on a zoom or a phone call where we talk about what, what is it that you want to experience as part of the session? What's motivating you? Sometimes it's a weight loss transformation. Sometimes it's, you know, I need a little boost. I just came out of a divorce and I'm on my knees or I'm single and all my girlfriends are getting married. And it's like, When, what am I doing? Like, how do I do this? And, or I need a better dating profile, like all those things, or even a personal brand. So like that you need to want to sh- you know shed light on and build some great images. So we talk about your goals on the discovery call. Then when you decide, it's a good fit. We do the photo shoot, which also includes hair, makeup, a dress rental, and also additional wardrobe consultation. So you can have multiple looks during your session. Hair and makeup is done by two professionals. Um, They're wonderfully human, caring, kind, amazing women who are great at what they do. Um, They're experts in skincare, they're great at hair, but they also make you feel at ease. A lot of the work in a shoot is done by them not just like the, the visual stuff that you're going to see but the emotional like calming people down yeah. getting them kind of comfortable and then the photo shoot with me happens and we do different outfits and I guide every woman they're coached through every pose you're never left kind of like hanging there wondering like what do I do with my hands and does this look okay? Is this like it's like we just go through that and we have real talk. Like, part of being a photographer is connecting with people. You can't be a great portrait photographer if you don't fall in love with your subjects just a little bit. And that's a quote from <laughs> Annie Leibovitz, who's like an icon and just like, oh my gosh, she's my photography hero. Um, but I do care about every woman who shows up in front of the lens. It is a vulnerable space to be, and I appreciate that. I have also been on the other side of the lens, so I. Can empathize, and then the rest is really acknowledging. Like every woman who shows up to be photographed in their session does bring something a little bit different. Like whatever's motivating them come to this space and time, I honor that. Like that takes a lot of trust, so we don't take that for granted. My entire team is fully aware of that, and you know we want to enjoy it and have fun. And there's laughs, and sometimes there's tears, and it's not me crying, but you know it's like women realize like what they're doing is empowering them and it's, and it's, it's kind of this, you watch this metamorphosis a little bit, this transformation from the outside in. Um, so then after that, a couple weeks later, the third step is to come in to the studio for a reveal. And this is a little bit of my reveal wall that you yes. see, this is a couple of different clients behind me. Um, and you'll get to see and hold and touch your photos. You also get a digital Um, version and we I coach you to decide what you love the sale is really done ahead of time you guys all tend to know what you love and I'm just there to kind of guide people to select what's the best fit for their budget but also what's the best fit for their heart these are designed to last a lifetime plus so typically these prints will be inherited by the next generation Mm -hmm. and possibly the generation after that they're all archival Um, they're handled literally with white gloves service I I have really found great labs and great vendors who provide the products that you'll see um, at your reveal session. And then usually we just part ways and as friends and end up hanging out in the future. Like I definitely have had clients who become friends and that's like the ultimate gift from this experience.
0: Yeah, thanks for sharing. And I can say that I went through the experience when you first started. <laughs> so, firsthand, I can say that all of that's so true. And Dawn does such an amazing job, like you said, creating a really empowering but comfortable experience. And I t- brought my friend Casey Perry, I and mean, we both were just blown away. We actually had the most beautiful day outside. So, we were able to <laughs> shoot outdoors, which was insane. Um, and just your <laughs> services and the photos and everything that we got got to choose from and the prints that we got like everything is so thought out and we like mm. had such a good time and also if you don't know Don <laughs> shot my uh, podcast cover so yes it was extra special
1: <laughs> Aww, and I'm so honored that you're using that photo to market your your business and your podcast and it's always nice to be able to be a little part of somebody's brand like that to help them you know, market themselves. Like I call it kind of brand you. And, and that's yeah. something that we also do. Like I'm coming to find that as women come in from these, for these portrait couture sessions, if they tell me during our discovery call that they're interested in like maybe doing something in the future with their business, I say, let's do it all because yeah. you're already going to have hair and makeup done. Bring your outfit. If you don't have something, I'll coach you. Or you can certainly use something in my wardrobe, which is one of the things I knew that you did Lily Grace. Yes. I actually rent. Some of my outfits from Rent the Runway, but I have a collection of gowns that continues to grow and they're sizes zero through 20. So no one should have to worry about like, oh, well, I'll do it when I go on that diet someday. Like, don't wait. There's yeah. plenty of beautiful clothes for you. We make any size look gorgeous and feel empowered. So yeah, I, I think like it's such a wonderful thing to have you share your experience. It's it's not always easy to convey what that experience is like especially if it's from me because right. i'm obviously right. you know
0: yeah the and i've seen it since the start i've been on the other side of it i've seen behind the scenes and i can honestly genuinely say that you are so talented and i was just so impressed with the whole thing you're coaching people through the posing but you're also like emulating people's natural beauty which is incredible and for me personally just to open up a little bit that photo shoot for me was not only just for fun and for a podcast cover and to work with Don, it was also kind of uh full circle moment for me because I got out of a relationship at the beginning of the year and I was like I feel really powerful at this moment and this is like my coming to life and like the next step so it was really like that for me deep down which I really appreciated
1: yeah and to be a part of that journey um it's a humbling experience for me and and to to know that you were going through that and and just like any woman who comes in here it's just giving everybody a little bit of a break to get in touch with themselves it's like a permission slip right yeah. like we're not just giving you a permission to get pampered but we're also giving you a permission to feel grounded and centered and stronger and and to foster the, that next thing. What is the next thing for this yeah. woman? And it's different for every woman. So I am so grateful that you got to have that part of your experience here with us.
0: Yeah, thank you. And just mm-hmm. out of curiosity, you create all these experiences for other women, but in <laughs> your life, what was a point where you were like, I wish I had this experience in your past?
1: Yeah, I think for me, um, one of those moments was after, you know, since you've shared something personal, like we you know equivalency and vulnerability here, um definitely, and this is something you're aware of too, Billy Grace. but you know, I went through a divorce about seven years ago now, and nothing can ever really prepare you for that. it We went into it amicably. Um, you know, and there my I have two children. and I just didn't realize how much it would inevitably level me to the ground in so many ways. And Being in the company of other women during that time probably was a big part of my survival. Like coming out of that, the person that I am today, I credit towards those ladies. And I didn't have someone to do a photo shoot. I actually did some self-portraits. I remember being alone in my little shack on the beach. I had a really great, again, another client who knew neighbors behind her and this was on Palm Island and it was winter time. So I was in their little shack. She like recommended I take their space and no one else is out there that time in the air. And you know, I, for me, my camera is kind of my shield. It's also my way of coping and managing and art is a great way to process things. Mm -hmm. So I did my own self-portraits for my dating profile and I learned to sit quietly with myself. I also knew it was time for me to kind of maybe manifest it. So I wrote a list of all the things that mattered to me in my next relationship, whatever that looked like. I didn't have any expectation I was going to get remarried or anything like that. And then I sat down and I really put my heart into my profile. So that's one of the other parts of the company that I'm doing right now in the marketing component, um, just to kind of segue. So one of the packages I'm just about to launch is called the Brand You Online Dating Profile Package. And that is where you come in for not just the photo shoot, but I, through m- multiple meetings, will help coach you to writing the optimal profile for you to accomplish your online dating goals so you get a one-on-one coach i do all the photography for you and i help you a little bit along with your journey because i wish somebody was there for me when i was doing like i I had to do it solo Yeah. yeah and i and i think a lot of women like to have coaching and this is not just for women by the way men are welcome to also get help and be photographed for their profile. This Mm -hmm. is, there is no, you know, gender, it's gender neutrality here. For sure, for sure. And I think sometimes men need the help to be vulnerable and show the love on their profile more sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And just to, I figured one of the biggest secrets to online dating and successful online dating is when you get that first date and you show up as your authentic self and you look like your profile and you've had your, honestly, it's truth in advertising. The door is open wider. You establish trust faster. You get a read on the person better. They get a read on you. And the number one most consistent compliment I got from these gentlemen that I was dating was, oh my God, you look exactly like your photo. You wouldn't believe how how horrible it feels to show up and have someone not look like who they are and not, not like be honest. They're like, how do I trust someone like that? And then they feel bad. They're like, I'm of course look like the bad guy, (laughs) you know, meaning the guys look like the bad guy, but we have to have our, you, you put, you got to speak your truth. Right. Right, I mean, and if you're, and if you're out there for the reasons, the program that I'm offering is really to help people find an authentic. Like partner, whether they want to get married, but this isn't like, The hookup. This is the the women or the men who really want to find the right one for them, for whatever that means to them. That's what this program is designed to help you achieve. I love
0: that, and that's so unique, and I feel like I know so many women who went through divorces or they're a little bit older and they're dating again, and it's like, what do you do? How do you survive this online dating world that no one's used to? So I think creating an experience where you're coached through it, you get really authentic photos of yourself only creates an opportunity not only for you
1: but for them to find the right person. Right, exactly. And that that matters, right? Because I think one of the biggest motivators of humans is we want to feel a sense of belonging. And if anyone Mm -hmm. out there has read Britney Brown, you'll know that that's part of it, or even Glennon Doyle, or Elizabeth Gilbert, or any of those amazing women. Um, But you know, we all want to have a sense of belonging, acceptance, and a tribe, whether that's a tribe of two, or a tribe of 30. And if that's your girlfriends or your coworkers or a partner, um, we all deserve that. So I want to help people feel that. And if my experience you know, over 20 years of marketing and photography can help, that is what this program is designed to do and to yeah. do it in a way where you're not feeling yeah. like sitting there, staring at an online dating screen, trying to fill out your profile like, mm-hmm. ugh, and your hours there later, like frustrated because that's going to come through your profile. So right. we get real clear on, you know, how to approach your profile, how to go through it with truth and advertising, how to express the best you to attract the right one. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, it's exciting.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Cause at the end of the day, it's all about selling yourself. And thank you for sharing your story mm-hmm. about stepping out of a hard relationship into a better one with not mm. only in y- yourself, but you actually found your Prince Charming, which we love, and he's amazing. <laughs> um, so all of this does thank work, you. people. <laughs> um, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. No, it's great. But I know we've talked in the past about the subject of like, you know, finding Prince Charming and just trying to figure it all out. I feel like I see a lot of young people and my friends even just like struggling to find the right person and then finding the right person and and having that person be their whole world. And like, I feel like a lot of young girls want to find their Prince Charming and then just put their hands up and surrender. But I've noticed at the end of the day, you kind of have to save yourself (laughs) as, you know, as
1: harsh as that is. Do you agree? I completely 100% agree. And I feel like when we know that we're capable on our own, it only enhances the attraction of someone else if they're also in that space, right? You're going to match each other's space. So if you're coming out of it like, I I just need a man, I just need a partner because all the other people in my life have a partner. Right. That's a little bit, it's a little bit like desperate so there's a totally different energy associated with that versus i am grounded and centered i believe in me i have a self love that's sufficient to sustain me it's amazing what will show up in your life when you get to that moment yeah it's it's all truth and it's not easy like ladies, it takes work. Like it took me a wrecked marriage and that I worked on for a very long time. Like I fought for my first marriage really hard. Um, and sometimes things are just broken. So you also, I think women need to also know that if they're not in the right relationship, that if it's no longer serving you and serving the other person, it is absolutely okay to move forward and move on. Like, I think the best podcast I heard was from Mel Robbins this week. She's utilizing the fall and the season change as a an analogy and a metaphor for how we need to let go of the things that no longer serve us and that we need to know that that's perfectly acceptable and okay if you're doing it with authentic truthful understanding. Like you don't want to just have people and dispose of them. Right. But if, if you've recognized that this is no longer serving you, that you always have permission to step out. And so I, I definitely want to recommend that your listeners check out Mel Robbins's podcast this week as well. Um, or any of her materials, she's just nailed it. And I thought it's the most beautiful thing to hear. Um, you know, somebody else just really say, listen, like you don't have to set like do the things that you do to satisfy all the people around you. You have to satisfy you or you are nothing to the others around you. Like I learned that lesson the hard way I did it. I lost myself completely. And there was a lot of rebuilding. Um, And I'm sure I'm not alone in that. I I know that I'm not. So yeah, I think the Prince Charming thing is, you know, no one goes into a marriage expecting it to end poorly every woman seems to not everyone, but many women seem to believe that like that is a happily ever after. So here's the secret from someone who has walked the path. When you get married, it is only the beginning. So it is not the end. It is the beginning of a whole new family and a whole new life. And it is hard work. And so you want to make sure that you've done that work on yourself and you're centered and you're, And you're going to evolve. So you're going to have to center again and center again and go through like iterations. So you want to make sure you have a partner that you are on track with to understand like there's flexibility and forgiveness and grace and that humans are not, they're elastic bands. Yeah. (laughs) They're not rigid and inflexible. So I highly recommend that you do the self-work. And then you go out once you know exactly where you're at, and that's when you can find your partner and um, the Prince Charming effect. I think of uh, Carrie. Do you yes, remember the, part the movie John. where? Yeah, she's reading to Charlotte's daughter, you yep. know, Cinderella. Yep. And she reads it. She finishes it. And she's like, "Honey, you know that it doesn't always end like this." And she's like, "The little girl's like, again." And Carrie's like, "And another one bites the dust." <laughs> yeah no
0: honestly that's how it works it's crazy i've heard in another podcast jay shetty who i love i
1: i love him he's great i listen to him Mm -hmm. weekly
0: probably two times a week um (laughs) but he was talking about sometimes it's hard to find a man who's secure enough to want a woman who doesn't need them because i'm not stereotyping anyone right now but i feel like a lot of women that i know feel like they need a man to be complete or be married to be complete, like the white picket fence dream, you know, American Mm -hmm. dream. But it's hard to find a genuine man sometimes who's secure enough to have a woman that doesn't
1: necessarily need them, (laughs) if that makes sense. I I think that goes both ways. I also feel like we have to give some testimony to the men and say like we have to try and discard the belief that they have to be the Prince Charming that they have to be the one that does all the fixing and the rescuing. Like we need to rescue each other. Right. We need to rescue ourselves first. Then we need to know, like, I, I mean, I have had literally on my knee moments with my now husband who's phenomenal, but he suffers like he's human, just like anyone else. He's former special forces, United States Marine scout sniper. And I like, wow, like he must be a yeah. badass. Like, yes. He's a badass that comes with trauma and he's okay with me sharing that because he's trying to also educate the world about this and he needs me just as much as I need him and he'll tell most people like she rescued me. It yes. was the total opposite and he's the big bad tough marine. <laughs> so, you know, it he we all have stuff, right? So like our baggage just doesn't get like thrown off the cart. It's like let's get very clear on what, where we've been, who we are now, where we're going. And if we can meet each other and have an honest conversation about that, the guys need to know that we're there for them just as much as they're there for us. So I feel like that's why this myth of Prince Charming needs to maybe be put aside. It's a new, it's a new time in life. It's a new way to have relationship with people. And, you know, I think it's worth exploring that right like and if you show up and you start to date somebody and you can like convey to them like I need you just as much as you need me because I want to be with you not because I have to be with you what an honor it is for someone else to hear that from another human yeah and like you can shed you can shed the stuff like yeah I mean you know what you like like you know I definitely knew I wanted somebody who was like fit and like you know, had had a good education and understood how to have a conversation and like yeah. all the things. But at the end yeah. of the day, like I've seen my husband who just needed somebody who was going to accept him for who he was at his worst. Mm-hmm. And I, he's done the same for me. And that has been the most beautiful, intimate, strongest building part of my relationship with him. Um, you know, and, and you come to that over time, obviously, this isn't yes. like first days, so. <laughs> yeah. but you know, that's, that's part of like knowing who you are and knowing who you can trust and building trust in relationships. And I, I just want to give the guys the, the opportunity to feel yes. like yes. you're, you're do what we're do, right? Like it's, we need to kind of recycle and rework how we're doing this in right. relationship. Right. I right. think it's a
0: two-way street yeah for sure Mm -hmm. and i think at the end of the day it just comes down to having a relationship with yourself like what you were saying before realizing that that's not selfish that self-work and self-love is just as important as giving love and creating love with another person Mm -hmm. how do you want women to feel once they leave a session with you do you think and Uh i know we're talking about all this relationship and love but it all connects
1: I think they leave feeling really just good that they felt connected. They felt empowered. They're happy. They've had some joy. They just feel good. Like I was telling you right before we got on, you know, um, because Lily Grace helped me design my space, which we haven't talked about yet. Um, But yeah, the studio is really a space. It's not just cozy, but people feel at home here. And I think, People leave here feeling empowered, grounded, seen, and heard. And that's really important.
0: I agree. That's the goal.
1: Yeah. And let's talk about
0: your space because it's amazing how yes. far it's come because I feel like when yes. you reached out to me, it was a garage. And now it's this beautiful space that you literally can live in because it's like a bed and breakfast. Yes. It's gorgeous. I love it. So really? what was the process? Like, where did you get the vision? Like, Tell me all about
1: it. <laughs> Sure. So um, secretly, I had a Pinterest board for a studio, like always going like I just always had it, you know, I have a creative mind. And that was kind of my, you know, veg time. It's my junk time. Like some people read like glamour and I <laughs> Pinterest board. I know that Lily Grace is the same. Um, and so my husband and I moved in here. We bought this house during COVID in February and there was this separate barn, which had been a workshop for the previous husband who was here um and his wife. So my husband does woodworking and he like builds things. He used to be a contractor and stuff. So like he just moved all this stuff in here. Like it was a no-brainer. Like yeah. one of the things on our list when we were looking for a house was like it had a barn for him to do his like woodworking, wood shop, workshop, the things. His version of Mantown so he moved all this stuff in here. And then when we got to really talking again, this is the benefit of having a great partner. I was like really honest with him. And I said, I just don't know if I can continue to do the corporate thing right now. Like it's kind of crushing my soul. Like I just, I'm not finding, like I said that like work that's going to leave a legacy. It's, it's a great job. It's just, this just, it doesn't feel like a fit anymore. So um, I want to do my own thing. So we did that and I was working down in the basement where there was like a partially finished room and he came down, he's like, Maybe it's time we just built you a studio and maybe that. you should have the barn. Wow. Yeah, it was like came from him. That's amazing. I'm like, yes, I've been thinking that <laughs> I didn't want to like ask you to step out of your space again, right? Like right. we honor our partners, like I would, you know, and I had been going back and forth to a friend in town, her barn. She had a beautiful barn, which is not like weatherproof. It's got no AC, no heat, but it's beautiful. It's a gorgeous space. So for the summer, like that really did work. I left the corporate world in June. So I was like experimenting with shoots. Um, And then when he saw like the work that I was producing and also like the heavy literal and figural figuratively heavy lifting it takes to move all the studio things back and forth he was like okay let's figure this out so when he brought it up I was like yes please so then we realized we had a lot of work ahead of us and then I I sent a flare up for, for Lily Grace to help me like I was like help I need your help this is the thing so there was a lot of work to do like we it was all pegboard all the way around it was dark and dirty and it was a, it was man town. Like it was just his workspace. There was like sawdust and yeah. stuff like lots of stuff. So yeah, we emptied it out and you got to work. I shared my Pinterest board with you and my vision and you brought it to life. Really grace. That's your, <laughs> that's your thing. You just breathe life into these spaces Aww, and
0: that's so sweet. yeah. And no, honestly, Yeah, no, you and your husband did so much work. Like one day it was a man shed and the next day it was this beautiful space. I'm (laughs) like, you worked your ass off and like so much you got so much done in such a short yeah. period of time
1: I'm like so impressed yeah that's the power of the spreadsheet just ask my husband he'll roll yeah. his eyes he's like oh I he's like I joke about it but it works because I put my project management skills and we like reverse engineered it so yeah I love it I love it that's just
0: our nature too the planning and the scheduling and yes. everything but
1: it works it really does work
0: it does. especially when you have a good partner in crime which I love But honestly, the space is gorgeous and I'm so glad people have been loving it too because I love it. And Dawn has a really good eye finding really cool, unique pieces and chairs and sofas and vintage things. So I think it came together beautifully and I'm so happy it's working for you.
1: Well, thank you for all of your hard work and your partnership and your fun. Like here's the thing about working with Lily Grace you will have fun. And she (laughs) finds a way to do the things. And then she goes and like shops with you, like we (laughs) shop together and like, we just found all the things and, and it was great. It was really, really Nice. nice to have, to not do it alone. Like, you know, I think every woman, whether you're decorating your home or an office or a retail space or wherever like going it alone is hard because you're going to question yourself and right. then you can go down these rabbit holes and you were like always there like, okay, we're going to go back to what we designed. Like, why don't we do this? And like, oh, we got that. And like, don't hang those curtains. I got it. Like, you're, <laughs> and she's like a little Tinkerbell fairy flying around and flitting and <laughs> Like it was just, a- and so professional. Like I got sketches, I got swatches, I got like vision boards and you were so... Readily able to interpret my vision, which, like, I felt like I could actually do it. It felt attainable because yeah. of you and your oh, guidance. Thank so, you. yeah, I appreciate it. that's
0: so sweet. And vice versa, like with my podcast cover, you helped me so much figure that out, and I so appreciate it. And like, I just love how we have this relationship that we've built, and yeah. like, we just constantly. Thrive off each other, which I love. (laughs) Yeah, me too. It's good. It works. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. So what is a piece of advice that you have for someone looking to feel empowered or celebrated but not feel guilty about it? Because I feel like Mm. a lot of women are like, okay, I want to create this beautiful space or I want to create this beautiful image of myself, but I feel guilty because it
1: seems selfish. Yeah, I feel like this is something I actually that occurred to me the other day. Um, on one of my drives, uh, I was running errands. I can't remember where I was going. And it, and I, it hit me kind of like a bolt of lightning. Hmm. And I thought to myself about this question that you were going to ask What day do women believe or start believing that they no longer deserve to be seen and on the walls of our homes? Like we put our dogs on the wall, <laughs> we put our kids on the wall, we put our friends on the wall why is it when does that happen where it's not okay for us to invest in ourselves right time not even money like just the time to look at ourselves why is that so hard for us who puts that thought in our head what are we doing you should never feel guilty for honoring yourself you are here you're present you deserve to be seen every single day if by no one but ourselves we have to honor our presence in this world. Yeah. Like this is a thing that has to happen. Like I have spent the last seven years trying to find my voice, which was taken from me because I let it go because I didn't believe I was worthy of being heard. And I cannot stand to watch that happen to my own children. I can't stand to watch it happen to my girlfriends. And I have And it is the most heartbreaking thing. And I am here to tell you, you always have permission to take up space in this world and be seen and heard. So we need to just get rid of the guilt. Like the people who are putting that on us do not deserve the time and the honor and the space. They can have their opinions, but you get one life. We all have the right to be here. We all have the right to be seen and heard. And that is what motivates my mission for this. Cause like I can put you in front of the camera and make you like put makeup on you, but it takes that person to show up on the other side of the lens. Like I see you, but you have to see yourself for me to do my best job. And I feel like I have become partially the permission slip, but like there has to be a whole new language we speak to other women to encourage us all to know like we deserve to be here. So I, I can't tell you what to do with guilt because I'm gonna do a funny. I'm Jewish. I have Jewish guilt. Like, you know, it's like Catholic guilt. It's hard to like take it off your shoulders and unpack that. But you know what? I'm so tired of carrying it. And I've carried that long enough. we all have, and I can empathize with all the women who feel guilt. I'm also a mom so like we tend to like feel like there's this martyr syndrome that's going to make us more approachable in the world and we just have to move through this world with space and grace that's going to be my thing like take our space take our grace and like show up and if we can start doing that and I can be a small part of that in the work that I'm doing and encouraging other women to do it through podcasts like yours and the one I was on yesterday like I'll do it. Like, it's not about the money. This is about encouraging women to to just know that they deserve to be here. If we all start believing that, some things will really change.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. That was beautiful. And I guess a deeper dive into that. What if you see people in your life who have mm-hmm. the guilt or are like slipping away or losing themselves? What do you do without overstepping?
1: So that is like a big question. So one of the best educators I have is obviously the women I mentioned early in the podcast, but he's, it is totally far outside of the box of this podcast, but his name is Chris Voss. I think I've talked to you about him before. He's a former FBI host hostage negotiator. He wrote a book called Never Split the Difference. And he talks about this thing, his secret weapon of choice is called tactical empathy. And if he can utilize this to get through to some of the biggest, baddest hostage takers in the world, there's stuff that we can take from him, which is his whole point of his book. Like you can use this in all your relationships. And Brene Brown talks about this as well, right? So empathy is like, where you see someone struggle and you show up and you just take a seat next to them and you say, it's okay to feel this way. It's totally normal. I've been there. I'm here now. And you stop talking. Like you have to honor people where they're at. And then you say, have you had enough time feeling that way? What can I do to help you feel better right now? Not like in the future, like maybe that's honestly breathing, I do this with my kids, you know, when a kid, when my kid gets kind of like agitated and upset, I'm like, and my gosh, my one daughter's like rolls her eyes. She's like, mom, this whole breathing thing is like highly overrated. I'm like, well, you know, it's kind of necessary. <laughs> we have to do it every day, you know? And I was like, people who have the power to take a deep breath, have the power to do a lot of other things, but even Navy SEALs when they're in difficult situations, they breathe. They're wow. taught a very specific breathing technique. So, you know, we can't always help the people around us, but we can show up for them and we can sit there and honor where they're at. I have to do that with the women that come in here. I have women who come in here and they like hate themselves mm. and and that just breaks my heart. Yeah. And sometimes we just have to sit with each other. And sometimes that means they don't look at the camera. Sometimes that means that I have to face them in a different direction, show them how beautiful their profile is and yeah. build them up, but I can't force it. Right? right. So like you just have to honestly show up and ask somebody, like when you ask somebody, how are you doing? Like, listen. Yeah. And sometimes the best thing is like, you know, you're not saying anything. It sounds like you might have a lot on your mind. Yeah. Stop talking. Yeah. That's a Chris Voss technique. So my husband and I use Chris Voss's techniques all the time. I highly recommend him. If you are in any business, you can utilize his skills. If you're in any relationship, if you are a parent, you can use Chris Foss's skills. I read his book four times. I'm ridiculous. He has a masterclass on that masterclass platform. It's that's how I first found him. I take notes, I have downloads. Like Love. my goal is to go to one of his conferences. Like yeah. his seminars are like one day and they're ex- they're priced perfectly, but they're expensive. So my goal is to like attend one of those conferences soon. I I just believe wholeheartedly in that. So
0: yeah.
1: I guess the short answer is. Empathy and honor people yeah. like where they are,
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah, and throughout college, when I was younger, I kind of understood what empathy versus sympathy was, and I think yeah. that's an important thing to learn. And my personality is like, okay, future oriented, goal oriented, what can I do to help? What's the action step to fix this? But I've realized as I've matured that you're right, all you have to do for people is to be present and to be there for them and then just stop talking. Sometimes that means to be still and breathe with them like you said. Mm-hmm. And I had to I have to remind myself that even to this day because my personality and my brain's like how can I fix this point A to point B? But it's like not always <laughs> yeah. the best way to be there for someone and just being um. physically there or just being available to them is sometimes all they need. So that's yeah. yeah. I love that. And I love how mm-hmm. we are just like in our free time. We don't we don't have the TikTok. We we're like doing our Pinterest boards. We're doing the yeah. Chris boss and Jay Shetty <laughs> taking notes. Because this is like what I do in my free time. I'm like ridiculous. I'm constantly yeah. listening and learning and trying to like improve my brain health and like grow and take notes and do all the
1: things. I'm such a nerd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you're like a beautiful nerd and I will be the beautiful nerd next to you we okay, will nerd okay. together great, like, great, great.
0: it just feels good to grow and evolve
1: right and have you always it's been how that way built. when you were younger yeah it's I ridiculous figured. like it's ridiculous like so my this is total nerd out moment and I'm gonna probably regret this but um so my thing when I was a little girl I had two things I wanted to be an astronaut and I like was like tracking for space camp and do the things. And like, there's this horrible, wonderful 80s movie called, uh, I think it's called Space Camp. Um, and it's about <laughs> these kids that like, they go to NASA's space camp, and they get in the real shuttle. And all of a sudden, it launches. And there's all these like, kids on this shuttle, and they have to get it to land. Like, it's crazy. And um, anyway, so that was one of my, you know, big dreams when I was a little girl, and then the other thing was my habit was I would take the big, huge, old red dictionary, <laughs> you know, they were like this thick, what four or five inches, and I would go through and randomly pick a word, mark it, highlight it, learn it, and like save the dictionary. I also continued this ridiculousness and this crazy habit into law school, and I blacked law dictionary, which was about the same size as the regular red dictionary and mm-hmm. I saved all my things and somebody stole my black law dictionary <gasps> from me oh. in law school. That's how oh it is. And I was like, Oh my God, that had all my words. And then I realized like I had them in my head and it was fine. <laughs> I got over it, but it was <laughs> like, internet and yeah, <laughs> I like, col- yeah, I just collected words and, and wanted to that. make sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I wanted to, always be learning and my learning style. I am a learner. Um, so yeah, we've talked about that, the Gallup poll where you can do your strengths finder. So one of my top five is learner. So I just built like this. It's going to be lifelong. Yeah, no, I love that. And I
0: just wondered because I feel like a lot of people have things that they did as children, and then it pertains to their life currently as adults. And for me, I, another nerd moment, but I <laughs> my dad would always listen to audio books like think and grow ri- rich, world's greatest salesman, all these audiobooks about the brain, about self love, mm-hmm. like the secret and things like that. And I would listen to them as a five, six, seven year old, and I was like, "Oh wow, <laughs> this is like how you do life." And th- now I'm doing it every single day in my adult life, and I'm just like listening, trying to learn and grow. And that's why I created mm-hmm. this podcast
1: too, which I love. So yeah, yeah. you're doing such a phenomenal <laughs> job. Like you are curating such an, an amazing group of. People and humans, and opening these like people's eyes and shedding light on these incredible people like the guy, the gentleman who's the artist that oh, like ben collects all the
0: bong Wong. wow, yeah.
1: that was like mind blowing. So smart, he's
0: so smart. I met him at a yeah. TED talk in Boston. I was like, Would you come <laughs> on my podcast? And he actually mentioned it too. And I was like, Yes, I will have you because he's just so incredible. He's like living wow. the nomad life, he's just like so smart, like
1: everything he yeah. says, I'm like,
0: Oh my gosh, <laughs> mind blowing. Yeah. Look at
1: what, look at what you bring into the world. Like Lily Grace, Aww. you just have to keep doing it.
0: Thanks you too. Yeah. And thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. And Can you please plug yourself? How can people find you? <laughs> yes. And all of that.
1: <laughs> sure. They, everything can be, can come to me through, um, portraitcouturestudio.com i officially secured that url and then i'm on instagram at portrait couture studio and the package and the offering i talked about for online dating you can still just send me a note through there or dm me um and my portrait couture studio also has a facebook page as well so it's like facebook.com portrait couture studio very easy to find
0: Perfect. Thank you so much
1: again for coming on. I feel like you are one Mm -hmm. of the most genuine people I know. My pleasure. Thank you, sweetie. And I just wish you all the best. I'm so grateful we're friends. I'm so grateful we're business peers and like keep doing you. Thank you so much
0: for listening to my podcast episode. Make sure you go follow
1: me at lilygrace underscore
0: lifestyle on Instagram or visit my website at www.lilygraceyork.com and also if you really enjoyed that show, if you please leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, I would so, so appreciate it. If you hit that alert button, you can get alerts of when the show comes out every other week and thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you taking the energy and the effort to take time out of your busy life and listen and learn and grow along with me.